I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's happening, everybody, out there and inside Carolina land? I am Joey Powell with a special podcast today. We are brought to you by Johnny T-Shirt and Congruity. As you can see, if you're watching this and as you'll hear as you're listening to this, uh, this is a special edition of an InsideCarolina.com podcast. Uh, with me today, Graham Boone. So I can remember when Graham first jumped in at, in the big chair at Heels for Life, which is the UNC football NIL collective. Uh, when Graham first jumped in the big chair before the Florida A&M game two years ago, came, joined Tommy Ashley and I uh, in the middle of a deluge before that football game on Inside Carolina Live. He's now had, <clears throat> excuse me, two full seasons at the helm uh, running Heels for Life Collective. And the reason we're doing the show today is after the season, a lot of folks had a lot of questions about, you know, NIL. And now it's you can't open any sort of social media app. You can't read anything about college athletics without seeing those three letters strung together. And specifically around the football side of things, uh, they have a campaign going on today at starting today at Heels for Life. Uh, hold the line. Graham, first off. Tell me why we're calling a hold, hold the line. Is it just the fact that you're a huge Toto fan or, or there's some other uh, there's some other reasons behind that name? Well, you know, as much of a fan of Toto as I am, I didn't feel like the song Rosanna appropriately applied to the fundraising campaign. So we went with hold the line as our second option. Fair. Um, but uh, no, I think that it was a, a clever way to talk, to talk about the realities of why we're doing this, um, which is we are trying to do two things. Hold our current players and make sure that they are satisfied, happy with every facet of their experience at Carolina and NIL has become one of the central portions of that. Um, and the second is we want to hold the idea that we are a destination um, for other recruits, other transfers as they decide where they want to play next year. Uh, we want to make sure that they understand there is going to be um, significant financial opportunities for them when they arrive on campus. Um, so hold the line was a just a, a clever way to do something that 
um, and, and our own admission has been long overdue to reach the entirety of the Carolina fan base and really challenge everyone. And I think that's the word that I want to be, to resonate after this interview and um, what I've been seeing on the message boards. And we have a number of other marketing avenues that are going to come out um, in succession this week from a number of different university resources, um, but really is a challenge. Um, until there is a profit sharing mechanism with the media rights for conferences, until there is distinct university resources allowed to be applied to NIL, this will fall on the fans for better or worse. Right now, NIL is completely reliant upon the fans. Um, and Carolina has some of the absolute best fans, some of the most affluent, thoughtful, interesting fans in the country. And this is a challenge to every one of them, a challenge to every tailgate who comes to Keenan Stadium, a challenge to everyone who sits on the message boards, a challenge to everyone uh, who has bought a T-shirt online to wear when they're walking around in, in, in California. That goes from alums to non-alums. We need everyone. And if you if you if you sign up, have your cousin sign up, have your uncle sign up, have your wife sign up. Um, this is not a one size fits all. Every dollar counts. And we've been so lucky in the past year to have some major donors who have allowed us to survive. And, and I want to be very clear that we have survived till date. That is the reason we were able to fund players like Drake May, like Cedric Gray, like Tez Walker before and after he was uh, deemed eligible. We've had successes to date. But the industry continues to grow, so our need continues to grow. And this campaign is a function of us understanding the marketplace and, again, challenging every fan to jump in and have an invested portion of, uh, of their money, but also um, their voice and how this, this is going to shake out for, for not just Carolina, but college football. You know, the actual, I think the origin of, of Hold the Line goes back to military terms when you're thinking about trying to prevent your enemy from breaking your ranks. And I think it's important that everybody look at this campaign in those ways, because uh, for for lack of a better term, there are other schools trying to poach players from rosters. And that's just like you said a second ago, whether you like it or don't like it, that is the situation and that is the climate of college football today. So, so it sounds like you guys are actually trying to get everybody in the platoon to shoulder up, you know, hold that line uh, and, and actually, you know, keep the enemy whether they're known or unknown from from poaching players, I want to ask you why now. What what triggered this right now? As as we've, uh, I think we just finished up one of the portal windows, and and now we're uh, getting into the, the the spring semester. What made it important to do this campaign right now? Yeah, so the past uh, month and a half has been very very much filled with um, signing our current roster to to pull to deals for this year. Um, operationally getting our business in the, in the right the right state of mind. But really, the, the term now is dictated by the fact that none of us are happy with how the season ended. That goes from the fan to the coaching staff to the athletic department. Um, everybody was frustrated with how this ended. And NIL is the easy scapegoat to say, well, we're not doing enough in NIL. Well, we're damn sure going to try to do everything we can in NIL to help give Mac and his coaching staff, um, especially the new coach, um, you know, Coach Collins, who, who just joined us from Georgia Tech, um, to give them every possible avenue for success. And so while this, the winter transfer portal has ended, there is, a, as you said, another transfer portal coming up in April, which means the money we raise right now is immediately impactful for 2024's football season. So this is not some sort of stockpiling exercise where we're going to be gathering money, gathering money, and then using it for 2025. These are not future draft picks. This is immediate. So we do feel like we're going to be able to be more effective um, in our, our, our current players and um, their conversations and their expectations. 
um, as well as continuing to build out a public facade that shows that Carolina has a significant NIL program. Um, and I know a lot of people on, on the message boards and social media have been talking about um, the very reality that coaches now when they, whether it's a Mac Brown, who is his tenured Hall of Fame, the winningest active coach in college football now that Saban is retired, all the way down to a 35-year-old first-time defensive backs coach, their first question whenever they take a new job is, A, what is my salary? And B, is what is your collective like right now? Um, so this is a this is a not just a challenge for our fans to help get us proper players. This is a challenge for our fans to make us an attractive destination for coaches in, in the future as well. Um, so, you know, I think that right now we see it as a as a listening exercise. You know, we we have focused on major donors for the first year of my tenure because we were so far behind um, that we had to have immediate infusions of large cash in order to make our current roster um, and our in our transfer portal last year tick. Uh, we were able to do that. And I'm, I'm very proud of the people who jumped in um, right when I started to to get involved and to build something special. And and I was very open in that Inside Carolina article today when I said we had a lot of inefficiencies last year and we're not unique in that. There is no precedent for a collective. Our margins are paper thin because everything we do is in, is in hopes of giving it right back to the athletes. So we are very much excited about 2024. We are bullish on our goals um, and I think that we have seen an alignment from the university, which I'm sure we'll talk about here in a few minutes, um, of full support from Bubba, from John Montgomery at the Rams Club. Um, we are really seeing a, a, a vocal and, uh, and, and substantive response um, as NIL continues to grow. And we are, we are not going to shy away from the realities of it. Um, this is desperate time. And, and also, we are not unique when it comes to poaching. I mean, if you look at the transfer portal this year, the teams who have had the most robust NIL programs in the country are losing some of their five-star guys, losing some of their impact starters, whether that be Texas A&M, LSU, USC, Ohio State. Everybody is dealing with the same realities of poaching, and we are doing our best to have enough money to mitigate those. Um, but it's going to be a, a something that will continue to be part of college football until structural changes happen from the NCAA or the federal government. You know, I think one of the the major drawbacks of NIL, and we've seen this since the first time you and I talked about this, are are people's reluctance to feel to feel like like they they want to play ball here. And I don't mean players; I mean like fans playing ball by by their way of giving. Uh, I think a lot of people are still very much in this traditionalist mindset that. Uh, it should be college athletics. They should be happy to play for getting their, you know, tuition, room and board paid for and their college education. And, and I I hear that. But also we're now two years into the great wilderness and we're not going back anytime soon. For, for purposes of this conversation, I want to go ahead and like let's let's assume everybody's on board. Right. I don't, I don't think I, if you take the time now, I think, to kind of look backwards at that mindset. Uh, you're going to get past, and and the reason you guys are doing this is because you don't want to be eclipsed by by rivals and other schools. Um, there are people who say this is this is a a fan tax, right? That it's just another way for 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 fans to be hit up to help pay for these players. What I'm hearing you say, Graham, and we're talking with Graham Boone, the executive director of Heels for Life, UNC Football's uh, NIL collective. Graham, what I'm hearing you say is that there's a whole lot of people now that are to the table. Um, from you know, from a systemic standpoint, to help make this work, you mentioned Bubba Cunningham uh, in the athletic department. You mentioned the Rams Club. I think a lot of folks have questions about what that looks like. Tell us who all is involved and kind of where things are going as we sit here today, and what's different now 
with kind of instead of these different factions being involved with college athletics now at least in chapel hill it sounds like everybody's got their seat up to the table and they're, they're speaking the same language exactly right we, we are actively consolidating power uh, within the nil ranks of carolina and that goes as high as the board of trustees to the major donors to the rams club to the athletic department um, every every aspect of of compliant ways to help are now being entertained and activated from the university and that's that's something that we cannot do without. There is no collective who could successfully operate without independent support from their university. There's just, there's no possible way. We don't have the resources. As you mentioned, I was a one person crew with a, with a very involved board of directors for my first year and a half. And then we were able to add a, a chief operating officer recently, who's been a godsend for our, uh, our operational uh, controls, as well as our benefit distributions. Um, but we are still an exceptionally small operation. And the goals of having you know, five, six, seven million dollars annually raised. I mean, imagine having to run a seven million dollar fundraising startup every year from the start. It's a very difficult task. We are up to the Pass. task. <laughs> not, not interested. Thank you. <laughs> we, we, are, we are very up to the task, but it, but it's impossible without the 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 candid and sincere sport uh, support. I mean, of of the university, and so um, we are very excited for some upcoming announcements that are going to be. Um, showcasing this change in the wind. And I think that every fan should be proud of the university's response in recent weeks um, to what we see as an absolute necessity. And like you said, NIL will change and there'll be things that'll change um, in how we need to operate. That said, there is no replacement for NIL collective money until there is that change. There's none. So again, if you were listening to this and you're thinking, oh, I'll sign up down the line if something changes. No, it's, it's time to sign up now. Um, we have aligned our benefits. We have aligned our communications. Everyone will be receiving um, newsletters, exclusive content. All of this is coming down the pike. But if, of course, as Carolina fans, that should not be why you donate. You donate because you care about about right here, you know. And, and I think that um, for those at home, I pointed to my interlocking NC on my uh, on my pullover. Um, but it, it's it's so clear that this has to be a concerted, harmonious response from the entirety of the fan base. Listen, we're all frustrated with how the season finished. We're all frustrated with some of the machinations of the NIL landscape. But those are not frustrations that need to be voiced. It should only be responses to solve them. So er, what, I, what I said earlier today on a message board was earn your commentary. If you have critical thoughts about the way UNC football is operating, the way Heels for Life's operating, you can give them. But also make sure you're giving your money because that's the only way that you've earned that commentary. Yeah, I think that's a that's a unique distinction. And and obviously everybody has opinions, right? People that are listening to this care about Carolina football. People that are watching this have an opinion about about you know where North Carolina goes on the gridiron. I want to ask you, because I'm what I'm hearing you say is there's a lot of uh, a lot of influx and a lot of um just transition that's happening right now. What have the last four months looked like for you uh, from your seat as as the head of UNC football's NIL collective? Yeah, it's it's a it's been a, a tumultuous period for the entire industry. Um, we've seen most recently the NCAA coming down with significant sanctions on NIL Collective uh, with Florida State. Um, we have seen the NCAA um, discussing um, potential new voting measures that are going to be allowing universities to give sincere resources as early as August um, to the commercial um, the commercial uh, distribution and exploitation of NIL rights. So it, it is a time of change, and that is the only constant in IL is change. Well, I should also say and growth, because like you said, the cat is out of the bag and we're not going to get it back in. 
So uh, the last four months have been as eye-opening as the previous nine months were. You know, we, we continually wake up the next day and find a new set of circumstances. Sometimes it's a set of rules. Sometimes it's a set of challenges. Sometimes it's a set of opportunities. Um, so we felt very, very much, um, we, we felt very dialed into the changes that are happening around us um, and also applying our, our ability to, 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 to reach them. So I think that, you know, when we started looking back at, you know, our membership levels and trying to say what is going to be attractive to the larger fan base, you know, we, we came down on some of our levels that allowed people to give at lesser amounts. Because if someone can give $100,000 annually, that's fantastic if that's within their capacity and they're willing to do it. But if someone gives $20 a month and that's more in their capacity, that's every bit is appreciated. Um, so we need to let every fan, ba every fan know that it, there's not a scaled issue. It, it is really about proportions. Um, so that's why we have levels that are as low as a top of the hill entree per month um, that, that really, really all add up. So we really want everyone to think in a very positive light about where their money's going more than uh, out of every $10 that are given to heels for life, more than nine of those go to the student athletes. We have mitigated our operational costs. We've mitigated our vendor costs. We are trying our best to ensure that every dollar that someone commits to us goes to the right place, which is the function of NIL, which is the student athletes. So I, I think, and I love the way you couched that and, and made it in Chapel Hill terms of, of uh, a top of the hill entree. I, I'm, I'm wondering if you could kind of, explain a little bit you, nobody's at least on this show i'm not expecting you to peel back you know what your itemized PL looks like but i, I think it, for, for some folks as with any funders they'd like to know where their money is going you just gave a good you know 90 percent ratio for people and i hope folks heard that but can you help people understand what does it look like in, in actually engaging Heels for Life from the player and team side of things. Like, I think everybody just assumes that such and such a player is, is you know, commits North Carolina because they love to play football, they love Chapel Hill, and that still happens some. But as we've seen things change and the industry change and the, and the landscape evolve, now, you, like you said, whether it's coaches but also from the player side, that NIL question is coming up earlier and earlier in the conversation is becoming more and more of a percentage behind the decision for a player to commit to play in Chapel Hill. Help us understand what that looks like from your seat and how what folks give through this whole the line campaign can actually help address that early on in the process when a player comes on UNC's radar. Yeah, it's 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 such a delicate landscape of, of the recruiting conversations around NIL, because we have no direct influence on who Carolina recruits. That is Max's job, his role. That is not my job or role. Um, and he has done, I mean, an absolutely exceptional job, not only finding great talents, but also players who really want to be Tar Heels. Uh, and what we've said very publicly is if you go to a school just for a check, you're going to leave just for a check, too. And we want to have people who are willing to develop through the bad times and the good times. Um, we used to always make this joke at my agency that, you know, very few careers look like Tim Duncan's where you jump in day one and you win an, an NBA championship. And then from there, it's even more things. MVPs, defensive player of the years, most careers go like a roller coaster. And that's going to be the existence of a lot of these players on campus. They're going to have injuries. They're going to have coaching changes. They're going to have 
um, bad games. They're going to have fan issues. They're going to have mental health issues based around some of these things. So we need to make sure we're having people who feel supported by the university that are going to be with us through the bad times so that we can get to the good times with them. So I think that NIL has become a way for us to ensure those players stay with us that are, that are dialed in. They're insured to say, Hey guys, I know that we had a rough season or I know that I had a, had a, I didn't play the amount of, I wanted to play this year, but I know that Carolina has my back and I believe in the program that we're, we're putting together. So NIL, while it is a, it is both a central and an ancillary part of the heels for, of the UNC football ecosystem. Um, so we are directly involved with um, our players. I mean, this is a, this is a one-on-one -on -one conversation, a private citizen contract where these players sign up to do significant charitable work in the community, significant promotional work in the community. We teach financial literacy courses. This money is not free. They have to earn it. Now, people would say, well, they earn it while they while going to practice and playing on the field. Well, that's not our purview. My purview is private citizen endorsement deals. And our players have done a tremendous job in, in excelling at every obligation that we've given them. And again, that goes back to Mac Brown recruiting the right type of guys. Um, so we always want to be counted as, as a good, as a team of good people. Um, uh, but we also need that to translate into increasing amounts of wins. And I think Mac is, listen, if anyone has a question about Mac's coaching abilities, you just take a look at his record. He's going to, you know, we, we have the horses, we have the coaching staff and it's now time for NIL to support that. Um, and that's my mission day in and day out is to find every possible way to give them a structural amount of support to give us the best chance of winning because there's no replacement for good players. You can't win with bad players. And NIL has now changed the landscape that if you don't have the proper NIL collective, you're not going to get the good players. It's pre pretty dang simple. I'm sure you've heard this, and, and, and I've heard it anecdotally. I've seen it on Inside Carolina's message boards. What would you say to someone who is withholding a donation to this campaign or to any Heels for Life um, you know, request? What would you just say to somebody who's who would withhold contributing or getting involved here because maybe they don't know that Mac is the right guy. Maybe they're so frustrated with the way last season and the season before ended that they're just like, well, I'm not doing anything until there's a change made at the top, right? What do you say to somebody like that to kind of help them understand that, yeah, this is player driven. I hear you, but also this is why you still need to care about UNC's NIL, you know, UNC's NIL initiatives. I would always, always bring it back to the interlocking NC. This fandom, this passion for Carolina is so much bigger than any individual coach, any individual player, any individual business, any individual game. We love Carolina because of the totality of what that means. It is the branding. It is the experience on campus. It's going to Franklin Street before a game. Coach Mac Brown has every bit of faith from, from Heels for Life, and he has been an unbelievable partner for us, and we can sit, continue to work on a day-to-day -day basis with him and trying to make sure we can provide, you know, privately what, what he needs um, to, run a good, to run a good campaign and good program. However, if people have issues with the coaching or they have issues with the scheme or they have issues with our facilities or they have issues with us having too many sports to, and mouths to feed on campus, there's a myriad of things you can be frustrated by or have criticisms of but I think we all understand the reason you have frustrations is because you love Carolina and that's the reason to donate um, so again we want to hear your frustrations you should voice them that makes everyone better when you do them appropriately of course and not just throwing um, throwing mud but at the same time we need to hear from our fans of what's making them tick and what the underswell 
of, of feeling is in the Carolina fan base. But again, always come back to why you care. If you didn't care, you wouldn't have a, an opinion. So you care because Carolina means something to everyone. And I think that's, listen, I'm, I'm hoping people can hear me at home smiling because that's why we all got into this. That's why, you know, I, I took this job was to help the school that has done so much for me and my family. It's, it's to be a small part of that feeling when we stop Duke in, in overtime and the place goes ballistic and we rush the field. Um, it's for all those small victory moments that we're looking for. And, and listen, NIL might be this big macro thing, but it's all for those final few plays with the right players to turn the tide and next year win those Virginia games, win those Georgia Tech games. Um, NIL is not the only culprit for losses, but we certainly have to consider ourselves part of the entire ecosystem of wins and losses now. That is the reality of NIL. So long way of saying um, Always remember that whether or not you have issues with the coaching staff, the players, the overall administration, doesn't matter. You love Carolina, and if you didn't love Carolina, you wouldn't be talking about it. So NIL is a reality we can't ignore. And so you need to give money if you care, because that's the only way that we're going to win. And it's going to be a win as a team. I, I like the way you address that. I think that's that's something, again, especially coming off a season that, that, that maybe did not meet expectations. Uh, I think you kind of address that pretty forthrightly and I, I appreciate that what's as you're going now to a campaign like this where in the fundraising world this is a lot more of reaching the the ten dollar donors the hundred dollar donors rather than the folks that are stricken six-figure checks what's something that one of those ten dollar donors uh you know one time or somebody that can give uh you know a uh, hundred bucks a, a year whatever what's something you wish those folks knew about NIL or what you wish the average fan knew about NIL that you think they may not know? Yeah, I think that everyone should understand the scale of NIL and why we have had to make certain company decisions. Um, we Our goals are in the multiple millions annually, as, as we've discussed. And so a lot of people will say, well, why don't you guys have autograph sessions all the time? Or why don't you have watch parties? As a two-person team, with very limited resources from both manpower and financially, because we're trying to, to keep thin margins. So we give the, the players the, the lion's share. We can't spend a month and a half planning an event that raises us $30,000. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a poor use of our time because $30,000 is great, but in the grand scheme of what we need for NIL, it's not going to, it's not going to fix our, our, our aches. So uh, people need to understand that the $10 levels matter so much because there are so many people who are, are able to do that. There are so many fans who could every, you know, just think about it as a, you know, it's you're, you're donating the price of a beer once a month to Carolina football. And well, depending on where you're buying your beer, I lived in New York for a while. So $10 is actually a pretty good steal. Um, so people need to understand that it's the scale. So we're going back to if there are, 20,000 Rams club members, if there are 30,000 season ticket holders, if there are 60,000 GAA members, if there are 200, I think it's over 300,000 living UNC alums. And we're not talking, that's not even talking about the fans who are not alums. The scale of that, if everybody would say, Hey, I can do 10 bucks. Or if half of those people said I can do 10 bucks a month, we would not even be having this call right now. We would just be, you know, a Scrooge McDuck jumping in a, in a pool full of gold. Um, so it really is. I, th I think every person needs to understand that when we go to these factors and exponents of, of $10 a month, $25 a month, $100 a month, that is where we can see some real growth from our previous uh, major donor drives. So it really has to be both. And there is not a collective 
that is successful in the country that does not have a foundation of major donorship, whether it's an individual business who has given seven figures annually, if not multiple seven figures annually yeah. to a collective, um, or if it's, you know, a few major, major, um, you know, affluent individuals giving those high six figure or even seven figure donations. There's no collective. However, the best collectives do have this matrix of a broad fan base and a major donorship. And that's what we're trying to address now with this campaign is putting the other piece of the puzzle together. And a lot of our, our you know, both fans and detractors think this is overdue and we hear you. We, we are trying to up, up our structural uh, capacity. We are working with the university at an unbelievable way, um, you know, pathway right now. So we, we ask you to continue to, to invest your, your, your trust in Carolina football and that you have a lot of Tar Heels. I mean, I, I'm the only person on this screen right now, but there is a huge amount of people who have spent weekends, nights, holidays working over the past few months trying to remedy what we feel have, have been either failings by us or just the simple changes we have to make to address the needs of the market. So be proud of the people that have done it if you're, if you're the average fan. Um, but if you're the average fan, know that we can't do it without you. Um, and again, if you can donate, can your can your, your your five closest friends you went to school with donate? Can the buddies you go to the bar to watch the basketball games with, can they donate? Everybody can make a difference, but again, it has to be at scale or it won't make the impact that we need. Talking with Graham Boone, Executive Director of Heels for Life, that's UNC Football's NIL Collective. They have launched today, news y'all, news, they have launched today a, a $1 million hold the line fundraising campaign that you can help with. Any amount matters. Uh, you can go to heels for the number four life.org to find out more and how you can plug in with that. Graham, I think one of the things that you guys have, have been adapting with, and I think it's important too, I'm going to say this, I'll, I'll editorialize a little bit. For the folks who've been critical of how Heels for Life or any collective is operating, keep in mind there's no precedent here. Like everybody's flying by the seat of their pants, almost literally. Uh, if you can imagine wings on, you know, on, on a pair of dungarees, but like literally they're, they're trying to adapt as things are changing on a daily basis with the NCAA individual schools and then player wants. Um, so that's one of the reasons I think that it's it's kind of remarkable that that UNC has been able to get this far. Uh, and what Graham's trying to stress to everybody is, is, you know, they'd like to see Heels for Life take it to whatever that next phase is so that it's not it's not keeping up. It's, it's being better than. Uh, Graham, one of the things I think you guys have spent some some energy and some time in uh, is benefits and communication with with donors, specifically folks that are going to uh, contribute to this campaign. And I hope a lot of folks hearing this and watching this will will do so. Um, what can you say about kind of what benefits may look like and what what the communication process is going to look like moving forward as you guys get some of that stuff built in uh, that maybe wasn't built in in the past? It's exactly something we've been spending a lot of time on. And if you look at our website now, we've updated our membership benefit levels, um, both from a, a, a donation amount as well as the benefit, tangible benefits we receive. On the low end, we're talking about monthly or quarterly newsletters, exclusive content, so facility tours, um, you know, tours of Mac's office. We're talking about a lot of things to give these donors and fans an inside peek at what the Carolina football program looks like. Those are all in process right now. We have stopped our, our login and paywall um, function on our website. We're going to be directly sending these to email. Um, and those are going to be something that people get autom automated with their uh, with their, their sign up. Um, so we are still working out some of the kinks of those, but the benefits are sincere. We have, you know, Heels for Life tumblers available. We're doing giveaways for Drake May autographed footballs, autographed helmets, experiences with the players and coaches. Um, 
as the benefit, as the amounts grow, so do the benefits. And we really want to make sure that everyone is feeling the love the way that we, they deserve to. Um, and again, we, we understand there were some failings last year. Uh, we, we didn't have a lot of members to be candid um, and we didn't have enough time or, or capacity. And that was a, um, a leadership issue on my side that we did not spend enough time with each individual donor from a communication perspective, but we're actively trying to remedy that. And I appreciate the patience of anyone um, who was trying to who was trying to get involved and trying to see, um, you know, what they can get for their donation. But again, there, there is no benefit greater than having a great football team. Um, and that that's really what we're all here to do. Um, but we are actively putting in manpower and resources into ensuring that every donation dollar is appreciated and the communication there is consistent. Grant Boone, you've, you've given us a half hour of your time on a day that you're launching a very aggressive, but what hopefully will be a successful campaign. What else do you want to tell people who are, who are out there who may be on the fence? Um, this is your chance for that Dusty Rhodes hard times promo where you can like reach out and, and touch the screen and get somebody to feel you. But but real talk, man, like if somebody's on the fence right now and they're trying to decide, do I really want to support this? Maybe I don't agree with the NIL. Maybe I maybe I have issues with with you know the way the season ended, whatever. Give me that give me that kind of 30 second last, you know, last vibe that you want folks to feel when they, when they get out here today so that they know what they're doing is going to make an impact. Again, we, we talked a lot about the changes that are potentially coming in the industry. Um, but I, what I'll say is there is no replacement for total fan buy-in right now. That may change in the future. Again, right now, the fan tax, as you mentioned, is being put on the, the everyday Tar Heel fan. And that is unfair in a lot of respects. That is a failing of the industry um, that we have we have put this on the fans. But it is exactly where we are. And we cannot change that as a Carolina fan base, as a collective. That is happening at powers that be above us. So until that changes, when, when you say you don't like NIL, a lot of people don't. When you say, I don't like how it's been implemented, a lot of people have disagreements with that. Um, but right now, until those structural changes happen, we cannot worry about um, the 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 you know kind of flippant reasons that it has to be about the the actual structural needs um, for successful programs. So I'll say two things uh, you know in closing. As first is a thank you to Inside Carolina um, for not only helping us release a fantastic article this morning. You can see a lot more quotes by myself and our chief operating officer um, within that article. The message boards have been blowing up. Our social media has been blowing up. Um, there was a, a, a guy who said, for every uh, like I get on this post, I'll donate a dollar. And for every repost, I'll donate two dollars for the next 12 hours. I mean, it shows that and I don't know who this person was. This shows the Carolina fan base is there. We need to reach them. And that's is an act of that. So the first is thank you to Inside Carolina and also to the Rams Club, to the athletic department. People are going to be seeing a lot of communications about this campaign and other NIL things coming up. So please stay tuned. There's a lot of things happening and everyone should be very proud of the people that are working so hard on them. And then the next thing is from the thank you to the challenge. And that's where we started this conversation. And that's where it has to end is if you've heard this message, if you've been on the website, um, if you receive a direct email from some listserv that you're a part of that we've been contacting, we need you. We need you now. You should be happy. You should be excited that we're addressing this. Um, and again, we are here. We are here to answer any questions. I've been very vocal about sending me a personal email. I'll do my best to respond to everyone. We're a small operation with big goals, but I think that's the definition of any great university athletic department. Graham, I appreciate it, man. You want to share your uh, your email address or a way folks can get in touch with you if they have further questions or, or maybe they want to get involved in maybe a, 
a little deeper, deeper means? Yeah, it is Graham at healsforlife.org. That's the number four. Um, and Graham as in Graham Cracker. So um, <laughs> we, uh, we, again, again, we do, we do our best to listen. This, this campaign is an example um, of our groups listening and we're trying to solve for the problems that um, were, were in our way last year. So again, the patience, the criticism, the, the, the adulation, all of it is warranted, all of it's necessary. Let's dig in together and, uh, and again, go Heels. Well, anybody who's heard this, appreciate you sticking around and being a part of the show today. We appreciate Johnny T-Shirt and Congruity HR for sponsoring it. But this has been a part of IC's partnership with Heels for Life. If you would like to give, and I can't imagine after hearing Graham and the insight and the things he shared over the last little bit about why NIL matters, how it affects North Carolina's football performance, I can't imagine anybody hearing this and not wanting to give. Right now, go to heels4life.org. Uh, find a way to give. There's a banner right there in the middle of the page. It's it's almost it's almost impossible to miss. Uh, go there. Give whatever you feel comfortable giving. Uh, give what you feel like makes meaning to you, uh, and, and then hopefully you can you can kind of sit back and uh, and start to see the fruits bear out very soon uh, on the field. But at, at the end of the day, you're listening to this show because you care about Carolina football, and it should make it an easy entree for you to to head over to Heels for Life and contribute there. Graham Boone, we appreciate it, man. I know you got a lot on your plate. Hopefully, the next time that we we talk on one of these, um, you'll be celebrating, um, blowing through that that one million dollar goal and finding out what the next steps are for for Heels for Life. But appreciate you making time for us here on Inside Carolina, and uh, and yeah, best of luck, man. Hope you guys can 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 get your Scrooge McDuck on very very soon. Thank you so much. When we complete this fundraising challenge, Joey and I will will commit to doing a hold the line Toto karaoke rendition for the entirety of the Inside Carolina fan base. So just get ready. Now, get see, excited. I am there. I would one hundred percent do that. I am. Matter of fact, matter of fact, we will actually add a tack on after that if you want us to not do it. If yep. you make a mm -hmm. if you make a contribution for us to not do this, uh, then you know that's another way you can benefit Heels for Life and also not have to deal with with Graham and I doing Toto karaoke. Appreciate you guys being here. Uh, Heelsforlife.org is how you can get involved. We appreciate Graham Boone, Executive Director of Heels for Life. Shout out to Colleen Minton, uh, also uh, the Operations Director for Heels for Life. We appreciate uh, what she does for the organization. And we will talk to you very soon on the next edition of any podcast here on InsideCarolina.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.